Howdy, y'all. It's Jordan from However, and I just wanted to get on before this next episode and let you know that you may be hearing a couple of things like floorboards creaking, dogs barking, other people talking in the background if you really pay attention and you're wearing headphones and stuff like that. You know what all those sounds are? I'll tell you what those sounds are. They're the sounds of life, man. And we just wanted to include you in our lives for a little bit so you could, you know, hear what it's all like and what it's all about. That being said, thanks for being patient with us. Thanks for listening. And we hope you enjoy the show. What is it is, man? What is it is? Just another beautiful day out here. It stopped raining and uh, the sun is out and shining. In California, hey, you know, the changing of the seasons is bringing the change. It's bringing some good moods and some good vibes. So I I echo that here. Yeah. Here in Utah, the weather's getting a little warmer. Days are getting a little longer. And uh, it's it's welcome for sure. I think uh, if, if, if I'm right, daylight savings is upon us here shortly too. So unfortunately, uh, what what is it? Uh, spring forward, so we lose an hour. I think that's what happens. Yeah, but we really gain it when you think about it. Yeah, is that or right? or do we? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. And by the time people listen to this, it will be have been like a couple of weeks past that. So. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be like, um, "What are you talking about?" That's funny. Yeah, yeah. Get with the times, however, comma. Um, yeah. So we uh, we. This is episode three, and we are talking about uh, a pretty interesting topic. How did we come to the topic of inheritance, Brian? Do you remember? I do. I I, uh, I vaguely remember just talking to you about it. Was it sitting at breakfast, wasn't it, uh, while That's we were right. at Tahoe? We went to breakfast at Tahoe, and it was our last day, and we were kind of just like getting back into the mode of like, well, we have to leave this place. We have to travel. Um and we ordered some delicious food. And you, Do you remember? spilled syrup <laughs> <Yeah>. everywhere. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh. I thought I thought that it was like the latch. I thought it had a latch. It was closed. So I like willy nilly picked it up and just was pretend pouring syrup and, and it syrup went, went everywhere, everywhere, <laughs> all over our uh, yeah, all over our plans, which were on a napkin. And our it was uh, our logo designs. I think we started. Yeah, drawing. all the logo designs. I'll I'll find that picture. I have it for sure. But oh, I'll uh, I'll get that up on the Facebook. That'd be fun. That is hilarious for people to see. Yeah, um, yeah. So inheritance, and I'm thinking like, uh, did you get a chance to sit down and talk with your parents about it at all? I uh, didn't specifically talk to my mom about it. I told her I was we were doing a, a subject on it, and she yeah. expressed interest in, uh, you know, in discussing it because you know, as we mentioned, for me, you know. Growing up, we've always talked about, you know, not just inheritance, but planning for the future and worst worst case scenarios and, you know, what to do if something tragically happens to my family or my, my mom or my dad and how do we deal with the situation? What is going to be left for my brother and I to do if they, we lose both of them or when we lose both of them? Um, yeah. And it's it's kind of not been a taboo subject for us because from, you know, you can kind of look at it maybe as a, as a morbid thing, but it's been talked about since we were little kids. So, um, it's just, it's just kind of a, a normal conversation, uh, in, in my family. And I, and I remember you mentioning that it, it's not that way in yours. Well, um, yeah, you know, I don't know that it's not, it's, it's really weird. Cause I, um, 
it's not something that we talk about a lot, but it's also not something we shy away from. It's like when that happens or like when the conversation happens, it's, it's pretty pragmatic and um, matter of fact, it's just like kind of an issue that we all have to deal with at some point. Um, I, you know, I think we make a habit of it, uh, of, of not talking about it because there are much better things to talk about with your loved ones. But, um, it, it kind of goes to the point that inheritance is kind of like an elephant in the room. It's like, uh, and it's like, uh, it, um, what's, what's the term for, I can't remember. I should know. Cause it's like a, a healthcare term. And I feel like I should know, but it's like a, it's like a will or like a, um, a letter of intention. Um, like, a, there's, yeah. Oh, what there's is a it? term and whatever. I don't care that I can't remember it. Um, but it's basically like, if I go into a coma, this is what I want you to do. Yep. And it kind of like makes it easier for your family. Um, advanced directive. That's what it's called. It just came to me. Um, but like, it, it's like, you know, you sit down, you think about these difficult situations. Um, and inheritance may not be a difficult one, but uh, it's definitely real. It's one of those things that happens and, or, or, and uh, you might as well talk about it. So, um, I, <clears throat> I sat down with my parent. I didn't sit down. I called them like an hour, uh, before and realized a couple of really interesting things. Uh, but, uh, I'm trying to think of how best to guide the conversation. Cause it really, the conversation I have with my parents is going to like launch us into an entirely different, uh, focus on the topic. Okay. And it's a really, it's a really good one, okay. but, um, it's it, it kind of made me think about it. So what did I mean? Maybe we should start with your your thoughts on the matter, Brian. Yeah, absolutely. Like, what is inheritance? And I mean, yeah, like it, how do you view it? And what's important? What's not? What's you know? What do you think about? What do you not think about? You know, I really don't. You know, as as a family, yes, we do talk about our intentions and what to expect and, and kind of give a background of why and where it came from in terms of my mom's thought process was my mom does, uh, uh, on the side, she does, uh, consulting for uh, geriatrics or elderly patients in their finances. And she has seen in the number of years that she has done this families torn apart after their loved ones, their parents die, uh, or are sick and the the siblings or the or the 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 children of that those people or even you know with even a, a sister of a relate or aunt and uncle for whatever it may be they they start there's infighting and they fight over what is to be done with the rest of the estate what's to be done with money what's to be done with the health care and it it causes a lot of drama and my mom's seen that and and we've seen it you know within sometimes in our own families um uh, my, my, you know, both sides, you can see a little bit of it sometimes. And, you know, that's where, where my mom was like, all right, Brian and Joe, she always jokes, there's nothing going to you because there's nothing to give to you. Um, <laughs> so I just want you to know, this is what my intent, you know, this is, um, this is what, you know, we have the, obviously the, the house and this is what we're going to, this is how we're going to split it up. And, you know, this is my intent. So if, if, you know, you know, father passes away or just me passes away. This is kind of, and so my, my thought is it's not something I dwell on or think about like every single day, 
but it's something that when a, when a situation arises or changes, then obviously my family and I have a conversation about it. Or if, if a situation um, comes about where we need to talk about like, uh, you know, about my brother just started a, oh man, why can't I think of, man, I'm, I'm off my game right now. My brother just started An a trust. directive? A trust. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, <laughs> called me up and said, hey, I, I want you to know that I've made you the executive of our trust, you know. Um, you're the backup of raising any kids that we may have, you know, and so on and so forth. And it's kind of like, shit, man, that's, uh, that's thanks a lot. Yeah. Thanks, man. That's a lot of, that's a lot of responsibility on me. Um, but it's not, it's not something that I'm like a shy away from, but it's not something I like, uh, need to talk about it every day. Um, right. I don't, I'm not banking on a bunch of inheritance to, you know, oh yeah, I can't wait for my parents to go. Cause then I'm going to have access to right. this you know, company or this property or this set of money. Um, yeah. It's just, it's a, it's, it's just another subject. It is just another topic uh, to talk about um, uh, with my family. So I, I really don't have a ton of, you know, like deep rooted feelings other than it, because to me it's just a casual conversation. So I'm really interested to hear about, about what you and your family talked about, man. Yeah, man. Um, I think, you know, you hit a good point that um, I'm not sure anyone, well, I'm sure there are people out there that kind of uh, get their priorities mixed up and, and uh, from my perspective at least, and kind of focus on more material things. Uh, I'm fortunate enough to, you know, come from a, a good family f- from parents who've worked hard, um, who, you know, odds are, will have something to leave for me. Um, if, if not just the house that they've bought and paid off and, you know, any other assets that they have. Um, but I think you brought up a good point. It's like, no one's waiting for their parents to die so that they can get stuff, you know? Um, At least my, hope my so. dad, <laughs> yeah, you hope so. I'm not, I, I don't either. think you are. I don't think most people that I interact with are, um, or that I have in my life, feel or think that way but my you know my dad echoed the same thing he said you know i always just assumed that i was getting nothing and i i just assumed that i had to make my own way i had to work hard i had to save and um when he actually ended up getting stuff he and my mother you know my grandparents had houses that got split up between five different kids on each side Um, So there was some money that came their way, but I think the whole point of it is, you know, I said, um, I I, kind of brought that whole point up and my dad just, and my mom both shared that sentiment. Like there's not a day that um, I don't miss my parents. And uh, this is where it got really weird. Like, um, and my parents don't know this. If they listen to this episode, then they will. But I was like, I got incredibly emotional and I, um, and I, I did a good job of hiding it. Like there was part of me that just wanted to break down and be a little boy and have my parents comfort me. Um, which is, uh, you know, uh, I don't know what that is. I've got some stuff to work on, I guess, <laughs> but, um, it, what it really drilled home for me is, um, talking about this topic really, kind of helped me refocus like what's important to me in 
life. Like that's a, it's a big thing, you know, like I, um, full disclosure here, like I got off the phone with my parents and, um, just couldn't control my emotions. And there was a good five minutes there where I was just kind of like waxing really, um, just deep and emotional, like feeling real deep connection to my parents and, um, really deep appreciation for everything that they've done for me. And, uh, that to me is where like inheritance kind of took on a different meaning for me. It's not, I mean, there's this functional, uh, monetary financial piece of it. Um, but I care about, I give a shit about it. Like, um, I care about my parents and I care about my family and having that conversation just like reiterated that for me. It was, um, I don't know. And, uh, I, I, you know, I talked to him, I talked to him about like the functional things. Like one thing I should probably actually talk to him about is when something does happen, like, how do I access that trust? Okay. <laughs> like yeah. what's, what's going to be my responsibility. I have a sister. Um, we're going to, you know, it's split down the middle between us, whatever's left over. But, um, and I joked with my parents, um, that I'm going to make sure that I get more than she does. So I'm going to hire a lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but, um, I also asked about my parents experiences with this because when their parents passed away, they had to go through this process and I'm not sure that they, you know, I'm not sure how many conversations they'd had about this before. I'm, I'm certain that they were aware and that their parents had set up a, a way for this to, a way for their assets to be divvied up. They both kind of spoke to how smooth the process was, which is fortunate, you know, because it can really be a divisive thing for families. Um, and I was, I don't know, I my parents attitudes towards it was, I was really proud of them because, you know, they, they said things like they didn't care. Like, um, it wasn't worth, um, splitting up the family for things for, um, you know, even like, uh, sentimental things. Right. My dad just was straight up. Like, I don't care. I didn't care. Like I'm, I miss my parents. Um, and then after the fact, he's, he's grateful that he had some like, tangible memory things yeah like he got he got a couple of things like i think my grandpa's yearbook from world war ii oh wow that's and, cool and uh his fly rod like those were the two big things that he really wanted um i inherited a, a really cool pistol um that was used by a vet to put down animals um that my grandpa had hanging on his wall for that's a pretty, long time that's pretty cool yeah and um just uh, uh, yeah, it's just, it's really interesting. So, uh, yeah, I talked to some colleagues today. Yeah. We went out to lunch and, uh, I, you know, they said, Oh, are you doing, you're doing your podcast tonight? What's the topic about? And I said, Oh, we're talking about inheritance. And my colleague said, well, what's your stance on it? And I was like, I don't know. Like, can you have a stance on inheritance? Uh, yeah, right. Is there really <laughs> a, like, a stance to be it's had? Not, it's not like I'm pro or anti, but <laughs> you know, then like he, he clarified and the conversation went on, like, um, just kind of more like what, what are your thoughts on it? 
and it was interesting, like the, the way that we, um, just, we started talking about it. Like one of my colleagues said, I want to make a point of it to spend all my money while I'm alive, um, on my family while I'm alive. Right. I want to like, um, essentially she's like, if I make a ton of money, I would want to like enrich the lives of my family while I'm alive and enjoy it with them kind of thing. Um, and then we came, you know, the, there was just, it was really like basic surface level talk where we kind of were like, well, what, a, like think of other examples, like Warren Buffett, for example, has made public that he's not leaving anything for his children, period. Like, and that guy's got tens of billions of dollars. Uh, Bill Gates has expressed similar sentiments. Like he gives a lot of his money to charity, but you know, I, he's, I, I've read things where he's said, you know, I don't, my, my kids, I hope have learned that money's not everything from me, you know, like learn that they can work hard and make something of themselves uh, and they don't need daddy's money to do it. So, and then we had some, um, you know, I had some pretty negative, uh, sentiments on the topic, um, in my experience, I've, you know, um, I had a relationship with someone who essentially came from money, you know, and her father came from money. And, um, I saw how, uh, again, this is all my perception and, um, not to villainize money, but I, I kind of do want to villainize money because I think it can really destroy things. It can, it can destroy people, can destroy your attitude and, how you think about the world um, and how you um, work hard. But then again, sometimes it's fine. Like what if you run a ranch and end up being really successful and you get millions of dollars, you know, like whose fault is that? Like, should you feel guilty about that? Yeah. It's interesting. Cause it, you know, your conversation, it, it, two things stood out to me, which I thought were pretty interesting. And, I liked uh, I liked how one of your coworkers said um, that uh, I want to be able to, you know, enrich my family's life while I'm alive, you know, and, and, and in essence, you know, spend spend the money and don't don't just save it up for a future type thing. However, comma, it's the situation that arises when you least expect it, like a death, an, an unexplained death, a an accident, right. a you know, it, something catastrophic that's not planned for. It's not an el- not an old age type thing like Warren Buffett, when you can kind of plan it out. And it, what, but let's say at the age of forty five, Warren Buffett died in a car accident. His his plan might have been a little bit different than now that he's had time to prepare for it. Right. So I agree. Live your life that way. But what I'm saying is less about the it's less about the material aspect of it as it is have a plan of some sort of how to deal with it. Uh, that's yeah. my thought about inheritance. I don't give a rat's ass about what it, what it, what material there is out there to get. That doesn't make, that doesn't, that doesn't mean anything to me. It's have a plan that everybody else understands all parties involved understand so that you prepare those people after you have departed on how to execute your wishes. And I think that's, I think to me, that's the most important thing. It's not build up a bunch of stuff to give it away to my family. 
or I hope I yeah. get a bunch of stuff from my parents. It's it's have a come up with a plan. I mean, I'm I'm not saying to the Nat's ass detail type thing, but hey, this is my intent. You know, if if I run a business and you know I I would like you know so and so to run this business, or I'd like you to go in together for it, or I'd like you to sell it and not run it. You know what I mean? Like those yeah. are types of things that I think are are important to have. So that that was one point. And the other, you know, you talk about, so what? Okay, I make a million dollars ranching, right? I've always, I've always thought about this, and I've talked about this with, with people in the past, is I want to do well enough to support my kids, to pretty much give them opportunities that are, that are out there and awesome and, and above and beyond the norm, right? My parents did a great job. Uh, they worked their worked their asses off for us to be able to provide us with opportunities like playing sports, doing Boy Scouts, you know, going on trips. No, we didn't have a, a lake home. We didn't have a summer home. We didn't have another home or a vacation spot or something like that. But we, my parents worked their asses off to allow my my brother and I to pretty much do whatever we wanted to do activity-wise or sports-wise or, you know, any 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 type of extracurricular activity. And I think most people try to build up their wealth to take care of their families. And I would like huh. to build up my wealth to take care of my families to a certain point when those kids don't become dependent on that wealth. So it's kind of like this yeah. happy medium where you have to be able to go like, all right, I want to be successful enough that I can let my kids, if we, if they want to become skiers, you know, they want to go snowboarding or skiing, we can go to the mountains and go skiing. But I don't want the spoiled brat that thinks that he gets a new skis, a, a, a winter home in Tahoe, and a new car is just something that he, he, he deserves, not earns. And so it's like that balance yeah. of how do you – and I think with most people that, that come from rags to riches stories and then have spoiled-ass kids, you know, the next generation, their, their intent initially, the, the, the first generation's intent is good, provide for the family. Mm-hmm. But if you don't check it and you don't teach your kids the same attitude that you had on how to build and how to how to how to start and how to make your own money, they'll never learn. Solid point, man. And like that kind of goes back to it just reminded me of something my parents said, because one question I asked them was, you know, aside from all the like material stuff um, that you're going to leave behind and all that are there things that you want to leave behind um, that are less tangible or intangible like and and i kind of gave it a a rap sheet i was like wisdom recipes uh memories things like that and you know my parents uh, had solid answers my mom uh just said you know (laughs) it's really funny because it gets to your point about uh family and I'll, I'll come full circle with that. But, you know, my dad made the point of, um, I really hope that you continue to, uh, love and just love that's important. Family's important and you love each other. And, um, he said, you know, I hope the way we raised you in our family taught you that, that, you let each other know you love each other. Stay in touch. Um, tell you tell each other you love each other daily, and that's something. I mean, there's no shortage of affection in my family, which I'm really grateful for. I have, you know, I, I see friends. I've had friends that there's no affection or very little, 
and I'm not diminishing the relationships they have in their family are just different, but man, I really, really appreciate, uh, that I, I don't know. Um, there, there's never a doubt in my mind that I have a place to go where people love me. And, you know, my mom said, uh, she said that she hopes that when she's gone, that she's, that we, um, work hard, that we follow our dreams. And then she kind of directed some <laughs> pointed advice to me. We'll just call it that. She said, I hope you get married and have some kids <laughs> <laughs> and have a boy and carry on the family name. That's so, hilarious. No, um, no pressure. You know, no pressure. No pressure at all. Uh, but, you know, I, I think um, – she said that like jokingly. And I said, you know, I might end up having to adopt in that case. Um, <laughs> but uh, it really, you know, it really kind of drove home and they were on their way to my nephew's fifth birthday party, um, which again, I had this like all encompassing, just like immersive reminder of what's important. It was, re it's, it was really weird and spiritual almost. And, um, in a weird way, like I'm not spirit, I'm not um, religious, but you know, it's a lot. There are good stories in all religions, and one really good one is the prodigal son. And I'm not saying I'm a prodigal son, like I've strayed from Jesus and I'm gonna go back, because I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but, however, comma, um, I, I think we kind of go through um, life with this at least this has kind of been my experience and it's a, it's a really cool to me. It's a cool narrative to just, I don't know. It's a cool story. And I, I find parallels in my own life to it, but you know, we grow up as kids sheltered and protected in this really warm, safe place. You know, fortunately that was my experience growing up. Um, and then we kind of, have to fall out of the nest and we have to go find our own way and it sucks sometimes or all the time or some of the time or whatever. Like it's hard and it's challenging. And, um, the world is not a kind place where everyone loves you. And, um, uh, we kind of stray from our original values and we go explore and we see, does this work for me? Does this not work for me? And I don't know, like, there've been times in my past where my mom hounding me about um, getting married or having kids has been annoying. And I've just been like, leave me alone about it. <laughs> um, but it, you know, I think she speaks to um, a real desire of mine. Like, so um, I had this thought while I was, I don't remember if it was after the conversation or during it, but one was that, man, I am like one of the luckiest people ever to have the parents that I do and the family that I do, the sister that I do and her family. Um, and, uh, they've passed so much on to me. They've been such great parents, um, that I felt this weird desire. Like I need to have kids. Like I want to have kids so they can know how great my parents are. That's awesome. Um, that is awesome. And it's weird. And I never thought about that, thought about it that way. Like, um, I mean, I, I kind of had the thought that like my parents did a great job and I want to do that for someone else too. But, uh, yeah, it kind of, 
in a weird way lit a fire and uh that's i feel like it's kind of becoming more of a an actual focus of mine in life instead of just like oh it may happen one day um or it may not or whatever it's like well if i am the master of my domain and the captain of my soul and the direction i'm heading like it's okay to want that it's okay to put that out there to the universe and and then eventually have conversations about inheritance with my own offspring absolutely and come full circle uh yeah. So, wow. I love deep. that, man. It's awesome. It's it's very important to to know that. I mean, the fact that you even you can can recognize that about yourself and 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 your thought process, dude. That's 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 amazing. Love it. Yeah. So, <clears throat> um, hoping to get a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mom and dad, if you're listening, you better start making some more money. All right. Yeah, if you could just uh, invest in the stock market and win the lottery, and um, I could really use a beachfront vacation home. Yep, absolutely. That <laughs> retirement that retirement plan you guys all have saved up, just put it yeah. uh, all on uh, black and roulette, and maybe we can double it all in one, one fell swoop. Yeah, you could. You totally could. And then life would be great. It'd be better. Right. Um, or, however, comma, right? <laughs> Uh, I think maybe the point that we're getting to is um, like in my heart of hearts, I, I get really stuck on material stuff. Like it, it stresses me out Yeah, that I owe $200,000 on a piece of property and, you know, another quarter of a hundred grand on a vehicle and then another half of a hundred grand on school, you know, like, it starts to, it kind of weighs on me and stresses me out. And, um, it, it kind of put, I don't know, puts this pressure, um, in a place in my life where I don't really like it. Like it, I, I feel like I have to focus too much on money. Um, and another thought I had while having this conversation with my parents is like, man, my parents or my grandparents, uh, my, my first grandparent that passed away was my dad's mom. And it was 18 years ago today. Yeah, um, I just saw that on, of all places, Facebook. Um, so it's useful, I guess. It's a tool. <laughs> my aunt posted it and said, you know, 18 years ago, my mom passed away and I miss her so much. Uh, and it's just like, wow, a, a, a reminder that um, that was a really important person in my life. Like for many more reasons than one. And... Uh, for me, this conversation was way more than just talking about uh, ones and, you know, like accounts and uh, assets and, and and how to divide it up and all that stuff. It was more um, a reminder to appreciate what I have while I have it. That's awesome. And it's so true, it's dude. Yeah. You got to, you got to, like your coworker said, you got to live and enjoy your life now, not put it off. Uh, for any type of future um you know you gotta be able to in, be in the moment you know you all those you dang cliches that we hear about but uh it's true you you gotta take a good hard look and go all right am i in, am i where i need to be right now am i happy am i not happy if i'm not happy what what do i need to do what do i need to change what do i who do i need to talk to um and life is i mean because it could all be over with a snap of a finger and you want to be able to go out thinking or, you know, 
I'm not sure what I would be thinking as I go out, but at least, you know, with the, with, <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> but with, you know, at least have the peace of, of mind knowing that I, I have given my life 110%, you know, and, uh, and yeah. family is important, man. It, it's, it's seriously the most important thing for me by far. I, I wouldn't be where yeah. I'm at without the family I have. Um, yeah. And it would not be as successful as I am without the family I have. So, uh, it's super important to, uh, yeah. you're right. Inheritance. It's, it's just the precursors, the gateway conversation to, uh, what, what really, you know, do you value in life? Yeah. You know, that's a funny, not to derail the conversation, but I kind of stuck on that. I don't know what I'd be thinking when I was dying. Or like, <laughs> when I was going, it's like, Oh shit, a tree. <laughs> or like, um, that's a, that's a pretty song. Or, um, you know, what what other things? What could you think of, Brian? Is that a train? <laughs> Man, the ground's approaching fast. Uh, what is <laughs> this fire? Is this fire is hot? <laughs> what is nibbling at my leg? <laughs> I was cold and I was shivering, but now it's really warm. What's going on? Uh, Did I just piss myself? I, yeah, I'm. Oh yeah. I think I'd intentionally do that, dude. If I knew it was coming, oh, I'd just be like, man. ah, warm. I think, you know, one thing that you probably won't think when you're dead, or not dead, obviously, but when you're <laughs> on your deathbed, one one thing that you always hear is, um, I wish I would have worked more, or I wish I would have sent more emails, That's or true. I, wish, That's true. I wish my lawn was shorter, or like greener. <laughs> I wish, uh, you know, I wish I had a bigger house. It's, it's a lot of those things just go by the wayside and it, it ties into inheritance, man. Like I, I think it's a, you made some solid points, man. Like, and I've, it's kind of opened my perspective on that. I have a lot of guilt when it comes to money. It's like, I don't know. It's like inherent. And I don't know if it came from our years of working at camp and making nothing, but doing really good things Yeah. or like where it where it comes from but there's part of me that just thinks man for for me to be making a hundred thousand dollars a year or whatever it may be like there's this weird like success guilt associated with it um in in some weird ways yeah. right but like i other parts of me would really welcome it yeah um but i've never i never thought about it that way like it makes sense for me to you know as long as i'm behaving ethically working hard, being kind to others, um, and not stepping on people to get to where I want to be or need to be. It's important, man. It's important to work hard. It's important to get money and to save it. And, and, um, if not for, uh, the sake of living and paying your mortgage or what, you know, the bills that you may have, but like making sure your family can live and eat. Absolutely. In some weird ways, that's like it's like motivation. Absolutely. <clears throat> I mean, what do you think about that? Like, I think some ways I'm I'm disadvantaged. Maybe that's not the right word, but I'll use it um, because my parents have worked hard and they're taken care of pretty much. You know, like sometimes I wonder if my parents were poor and um, you know had no money to their name. If I would take more of a Man, I gotta, I gotta take care of them. So there's motivation to work oh, harder. I see what you mean. 
and smarter and um i think it absolutely has everything to do with how you were raised and the situations you grew up in yeah um if i mean i, I i've <laughs> never thought of it i honestly i you know that you say that but i've never thought man i better make enough money to take care of my my parents because they took yeah. care of me now i th- i am thankful for my parents taking care of me and in no way do i ever not acknowledge that by any means am i saying right. that oh you know i you know, I just blow it off and it's, it's what parents need to do. No, my parents and as well as your parents are the model, are the example of what all parents should be in the sense that they ruled with a strong fist, but with love and caring, uh, around every, every bit of that strong fist, you know, they were hard. Yeah, they were hard. They let me fall on my face a lot. You know, my, my mom, again, being an accountant and being, <laughs> good with numbers and financial stuff she was big she knew here's and i'm sidetracking here my 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 mom and dad met she's told me this story a thousand times my mom and dad met my dad paid cash for everything my mom was a banker and had credit from minute one right they went to go buy a house my dad had zero credit in terms of buying a house no one would take him and he couldn't buy anything he put it because he paid cash for anything he had no debt yeah. But he paid cash yeah. for everything, whereas my mom was able to to go and sign on a on a house, right? So in her mind, yeah. she said, "Okay, I've learned that lesson." So at, in high school, she was big on yes, they paid our cell phone bills, but the bills were in my brother's name and the bills were in my name. So I started building yeah. credit at an early age, right? There you go. And so that's cool. You know, it was in our names. We started building credit. They took care of the bills because we were in high school. It's not like I was paying my own cell phone bill back in 2000, 2001, 2002. Um, some kids might have, you know, absolutely. But, and then as college came along, I, we got credit cards and we got, we branched out a little bit more. And what did I do? God, I spent a ton of money and I freaking bounced checks and I overdrew on credit cards and, and charged oh. so much stuff. Dude, at one point, my interest rate on my credit card was in the 30% range because I thought, wow, yes, I just was terrible. And what did my mom do? She let me do it, right? She let me screw up my credit. Yeah. She let me fall on my face, but she was there. She, you know, I didn't get any collector, bill collectors come around for me, but, you know, she helped me out. She loaned me some money and I would pay her back slowly but surely. And, but me falling on my face and the way my mom raised me in order for me to figure that out, I was lucky enough that they had a buffer to help me out. Now, it was not a very big buffer. My parents were very strategic about, you know, every money was pretty much doled out to where it needed to go. So it's not like my parents could just throw me a couple thousand dollars to pay off my, my debt. But she yeah. let me screw it up. Now, I am debt free and I have a credit score that is the top of the top because I then learned, holy shit, I got to pull myself out of this. And how do I do it? Yeah. It was slowly, but surely I lived with, I learned how to live within my means. I learned how yeah. to not I budget. I learned how to put, you know, put it all on a spreadsheet and say, this is what I expect to spend each, each month on food, gas bills. This is how much I then now mentally, when I go to the bar, I go, shit, well, I really have like $50 to spend at the bar tonight if I want to stay within my budget. Okay. Instead of going, yeah. fuck it, I have cash in my, I have, I have $2,000 in my checking account. I can go throw and buy rounds for everybody at the bar. I got plenty of cash and then come back to pay your rent and you go, 
ah, shit, man, I don't have that money. Which, by the way, thank you for those rounds oh, you've bought for me. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anytime, my friend. So I think we are lucky. And Man, I don't even remember how we started on this part of the conversation. We talked about how we were raising that guilt, but I think it's important to acknowledge our hardworking family and our parents. And, yeah, yeah I, I want to take care of my folks. When when it when it's their turn yeah. to to be on the receiving end of it, absolutely, and I want to be yeah. able to put myself in a position financially where I can do that. Absolutely, that's a that's a that is a, something I've never thought about, but I'm glad you brought it up because that is definitely yeah. is important because I'd like to give back. And then how do you find that balance of taking care of your parents while taking care of yeah. a family at the same time? Yeah, and that's you know that's interesting too that. One thing that I've kind of resolved from this, um, and you know, I guess time will tell how serious I am about it. Hopefully, I am. Hopefully, I'm growing up and becoming more mature. But uh, um, you know, when when my parents pass away, uh, let's just say hypothetically they they um, left in a year or thirty days or whatever, I'd get a Nissan Titan out of it probably, <laughs> like. A really nice one too. My dad and mom take really, really good care of their stuff. Um, but to that point, um, I don't need an Nissan Titan. I don't really want one. I don't care. Um, and it got me thinking about what do I want? What do I want from my parents? And uh, I think the real simple um, off the cuff answer is that I want really quality memories with them. And I have memories, you know, like I have memories from, uh, from younger years and vacations we've gone on. But at the same time, I, man, life can deal you some cards and you go away and you, you get an ego and you become a liberal for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, uh, you become a shithead basically. And, um, I feel like your parents kind of, um, I don't know, maybe they feel that the most, like their kid was once their kid and now they have to go out and be an adult. In a lot of ways it's crappy and, and you distance yourself from your parents. But in a lot of ways, um, I think growing up has been really awesome because my relationship with my parents is much more, um, affectionate. It's not the right word. It's like we're friends. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like, it's like I trust them, um, to just be my friend. And of course they will always have wisdom and advice to dole out to me, whether I want it or not. Um, but, um, it, it's, it's far less parental now and they're not, you know, they're not supervising me. They're, they're respecting the fact that I'm an adult. And I think they appreciate that, like that they see me growing up and, um, it brings pride to them. Um, all those things aside, like there, there's been a, there's been a period where I had to go away from home. I had to do college, which you don't have to do college, by the way. Just want to throw that out there. No, you do not. Um, (laughs) If that, uh, is an indication of my feelings towards my experience. Uh, but, um, I kind of got to thinking, um, some of the best times I have are like traveling or like, going on vacation with my parents. I know you're kind of, you've got a family vacation coming up here soon in uh, Jackson, Wyoming, yep, right? Absolutely. For my dad's 60th birthday. Happy birthday in, adv- in advance, Mark. Uh, but that's, you know, one thing that I, um, 
I, I came to um, realize is I want to do some really kick-ass things with my parents. Like um, something that when they're gone, I can look back and tell my kids like, hey, this one time we went on a cruise in the Caribbean. And me and my dad, I don't know if my mom would swim with sharks. She probably wouldn't. <laughs> She'd sit on the beach and cheer us on. <laughs> but, but like, you know, me and my dad um, went and swam with sharks. And that was like such a cool memory, uh, being in the water with my dad. Like, And I'm just throwing out hypotheticals. One thing I, I threw out to my dad, I've thrown it out to him a couple times. And he's he said, yeah. And so I think it's just going to take me getting on the horn and actually coordinating it. But um, I've, I've thrown out hiking Machu Picchu with my dad nice. and he said, yeah, let's do it. So um, um, there's also this, like, I loved being a kid with my parents cause they paid for everything. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> but now I, I, you know, there's the sense of pride of like going out to dinner and um, they still pay for dinner, which is awesome. But um you know, being able to afford it or offer to pay. Yeah. And, um, that's awesome. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, yeah. If there's a takeaway from this conversation on inheritance, it's, um, I guess think about it, like just, and, and, and have that conversation and also maybe question what is inheritance. I don't, it's it's such a rare topic to talk about. And you never but. know what's going to come of it. Just look at you, right? You right. know, like the fact it's what you brought up and how what came of that conversation, man. That's awesome. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, present that to your, your folks uh, and, and have a conversation about it. Abs- absolutely. I like that a lot, Jordan. Yeah. Um, and uh, we will take no responsibility if you go to bring that conversation up and your parents get offended and – take off their belts and try to hit or you. they take you out of your will and they tell you there's nothing going to you and it's all going to your sibling. Yeah. Not our fault. That's your fault. <laughs> That's your fault. Man. Oh man. No, it's, yeah. it's important. And I'm glad, I'm glad we were able to talk about it because you know, initially it's like, man, how are we going to talk an hour about inheritance? Right? Like, all right, I'm getting this, you're getting that. Nope. But there's so much more to it. There's absolutely <laughs> the so end. Much, yeah. <laughs> um, so much more to it. And so, yeah. And, and, and one other thing that, um, came to my mind that, you know, with technology these days, um, I'd like to shout out to all our loyal fans who've made it to episode three, um, who listened to episode one, Brian and I recorded that episode with an iPhone driving around Lake Tahoe. Um, and, and the point I'm trying to make is that there's a lot of technology out there. Um, most of it, ha- most of us have it in our pocket at all times. Uh, but throw the recorder on and and capture your parents' voices. Um, y- you'll be blown away, or you'll stumble across that ten years from now and just like melt with um, endearment. And I like um, for Christmas, my parents got uh, they stumbled across an old recording um, of something my cousin did with my grandma, and they interviewed her for a high school project, right? And they, I mean, this is back in the day; they were using like a tape recorder. And, uh, um, it, it had been, it's been over 10 years since I've heard my grandmother's voice. Wow. And it, it just like blew me away. Like it, it, um, it just kind of tripped me out and speaking, I, I mean, if, if that's something I inherited, I would be like elated. That's cool. Yeah. I, absolutely. I would appreciate that way more than like a thousand dollar check. 
you know, yeah. money comes and goes and it, it pays for home repairs and <laughs> like <laughs> car payments and stuff. And it's, it's a necessary thing that we got to do and we should acknowledge that and respect it, but it's not everything, man. Yeah. On my deathbed, I, I, I want to live an efficient life. I want to spend my last penny on my last day. That'd be pretty <laughs> awesome if you could do that. That's, yeah. Wouldn't that be like the definition of efficiency? That would. That'd be your last. That'd be the last thought you had too while you're dying. Is, oh, my last penny. Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> Ding. Flick it. <laughs> and then exhale, like really breathy. Uh... <sighs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well, on that note. Uh... <laughs> Thanks for everybody again making it to yeah. three episodes. You know, we we appreciate your. Uh your loyal fandom to our, our podcast. If this was the first episode you listened to, then uh, I appreciate you just kind of taking the time and, and, and figuring this out. Uh, leave your, leave your comments on, uh, on the iTunes and let us know and subscribe and shoot it out to your friends and yeah. get the word out yeah. there. And or our Facebook page. Uh, we appreciate likes and shares and all that stuff. And uh, leave us comments, uh, topics you'd like to hear about. If you have, had experience with inheritance um, good or bad um, feel free to share it we'd love to hear about it and uh, we will see you next week for our next episode absolutely laters later Jordan see you Brian <laughs> <laughs>